Before I begin, I want to let you know that I'm going to talk a little bit about something pretty tough for the next few minutes. Senseless violence, murder. So if you're on your way to work and you don't want to get bummed out, feel free to just skip ahead to the jams. But it's something that I feel like I need to talk about. So, okay. When I was 15 years old, I almost got the crap kicked out of me in a bowling alley in semi-rural Minnesota. It was absolutely my fault. I was dumber than a bag of hammers and acting the fool in a mosh pit during a band called the Hot Carls, the All-Star Bowl in Moorhead. Eventually, the guitar player with the shaved head and the face piercings had had enough of my antics and pretty much stopped the show to stare me down. From my memory, the other guys in the band and the audience had to stop him from stomping me into the dirty carpet of the bowling alley's entryway. I learned two lessons that day. The first was not to act like an asshole in a mosh pit unless I could back it up. And I have never really been a guy who can back it up in a mosh pit. Ask my friends who saw me stumble out of a pit in Chicago with a blossoming black eye the week before my wedding. Heck, ask my wife. Actually, maybe don't ask her. The second was that after that moment, when I got my act together and started enjoying the show, that I belonged there. And so did everyone else. From then on, Punk rock shows in basements, garages, bowling alleys, and VFW halls were my safe haven. A place to be authentically myself, to try on new personas, to experience life-altering music, to get drunk, to cry, to laugh, to hug my friends, to be whatever I wanted to be. And when I turned 18 and left my hometown for college, I immediately found that same camaraderie in Minneapolis. In living rooms, on front porches, and in back alleyways, on legendary stages, and in dive bars that have since burned to the ground or turned into Apple stores, I found my people. Hell, I probably met at least a few of you who are listening to this podcast right now at one of those shows. DIY punk venues are places for people to belong, to come together and experience something unfiltered, something pure. The confluence of space and time, of love and art, free from expectation and free from fear. And this past weekend, someone tried to take that away. A man with a gun killed August Golden and injured six others. Honestly, I don't wanna glorify a selfish asshole who needs to use a gun to make a point because they couldn't possibly breathe anything beautiful into this world. It must be frustrating to be such a coward. What I do know is that punk died the day that it was born and in that way, it can't be killed. What I do know is that Minneapolis takes care of their own and bounces back from stunning situations more resolute than ever. What I do know is that years from now, kids will be learning that they belong in basements and bowling alleys across the world, and no amount of selfish fucks who hide behind impersonal machines of mass murder can take that away. I'm sad today. I'm infuriated. Honestly, I'm a little bit lost. But I can hang on to the idea that as long as we keep making places for people to know they belong, the guns will never win. And I take some solace in that. Okay. Let's get to the music. Big, 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 nothing, nothing, Esta noche en la playa me voy a bañar 
I think Buena Vista Social Club was the first time I really had my eyes open to the possibility of documentary film. A vivid portrait of not only the vibrantly diverse music of Cuba, much of which had flown under the radar in the United States for decades, but also of artists in the twilight of their careers finding new energy and inspiration for their craft. The Rai Kuda record and subsequent Vim Vendors documentary showcased the kind of engaged documentarian approach that paved the way for pieces like The Act of Killing or Q Into the Storm. The album was also a staple in my house as a teenager. My parents always had a wide range of music on hand, much of it what I guess would be considered world music. Gypsy Kings, Getz and Gilberto, lots of traditional Celtic records. So when this album came out in the late 90s, it fit nicely with their repertoire. Years later, I was record shopping when I came across an album of songs by Ibrahim Ferrer, one of the focal personalities in the documentary, and picked it up on a whim. At the time, I was living in a studio apartment overlooking the confluence of I-94 and 35W in Minneapolis while I finished out my last semesters at the University of Minnesota. I was chronically underemployed, and what money I did manage to scrounge together, I spent on beer, records, and renting old samurai movies from an old-school video store down the alley called Nicollet Village Video. That year was one of weather extremes. Not as remarkable now that we've clearly gone over climate change Niagara in an Exxon barrel, but in the early 2000s, it was something to write home about. Minneapolis had already weathered one of the worst blizzards in decades, and that summer was a heat wave of memorable length and severity. So I plumbed the depths of the Latin music section at my local record store, picking up cheap copies of cha-cha and samba records that might make me feel a little more at home in the heat. The album cover of the Ibrahim Ferrer record I found was maybe one of the ugliest things I've ever seen. But not only have I learned to not judge an album by its cover, in lots of cases, old, strange, ugly-looking compilations have some of the most incredible deep cuts on them. And on this occasion, I hit the nail right on the head. Comprised of singles cut by Ibrahim Ferrer y Los Bocucos during the 70s and 80s, the album was chock full of up-tempo guarachas and sones filled with blaring horns and sly conga rhythms that instantly transported me to breezy white sand beaches, daiquiri in hand. This song in particular stood out to me back then. The title literally translates to, I'm dry and I want to get wet which is a not-so-subtle double entendre about getting baked in the Cuban sun and wanting to jump in the water, as well as, well, I'll let you figure out the second half. It's just the kind of rye groove to get you through some oppressive heat and maybe help you find a little inspiration to do a cannonball off the end of the dock. Let's listen to it. This is Ibrahim Ferrer. Estoy seco y me quiero mojar. Para el sofoco poderme quitar Quiero el líquido precioso
seco y me quiero mojar. Estoy seco y me quiero mojar. Something that you might not notice if you're listening in your car or honestly, I don't even really know if this records in stereo or not, but the way that that song is mixed is really awesome. I'm obviously listening to it on, on headphones right now and it's definitely mixed very solidly in stereo. There's sort of the guiro on one side and the claves on the other and one guitar on one side and the piano on the other and it's just such a cool and immersive feeling to listen to a song that's mixed like that on some really nice headphones i feel like it just transports you to somewhere else it it feels like you're you're in the room with with those guys which i think is just a really cool way to listen to music I probably don't need to tell you, but this summer has been hot. This week in particular has been the hottest so far. Since I am, at heart, a creature of habit, I turn once again to music from the hottest parts of the world to see if I can bring myself a little bit of sonic solace while I sit in my air-conditioned living room and try not to think about how the Pacific rainforest is probably going to start on fire. On my summertime playlist, I've been following a particularly strange line of inquiry recently, French samba. Honestly, there's more Latin-inflected French music than you might think. Of course, there's a whole genre called Zouk that is Caribbean music made by French-speaking islanders in places like Guadeloupe and Haiti. But there are also tons of songs made by French artists in France that take the trappings of Latin music and apply a little Gallic cool to the mix. In fact, the incredible reissue label Born Bad Records has an entire album called Cheek Cheek, French bossa nova from 1963 to 1974. If you've been following along with me so far, I shouldn't have to tell you that I love literally everything about this. The obscure music genre, the hyper-specific time frame, the francophile ephemera, it's just all there for me. This song is not on that record. It's actually a French language cover of a song by one of my favorite samba guitarists, Baden Powell, for the soundtrack to a vaguely Nouvelle Vague film called Un Homme est une Femme. The artist, Pierre Barou, was a member of director Claude Lelouch's inner circle and had acted and performed on the soundtrack of many of his previous films. Luckily for Barou, he was already in place to play the deceased husband of the titular femme in the film when the director cast actress Anouk Aimé in the lead role. For those of you who get down on classic European film like I do, you'll remember Aimé as the hot-as-lava countess who drove her Cadillac through the streets of Rome at night without ever taking off her ubiquitous cat-eye sunglasses in Fellini's La Dolce Vita. Baru somehow managed to parlay his role as dead husband to Aimé's widow into a very real wedding with Anouk later that year. Maybe the soulful sounds of this samba tune helped seal the deal. Who knows? In any case, a sultry francophone samba from the soundtrack to a quasi-French new wave film from the 60s can get it any day of the week for me, no matter what the temperature is. This is Samba Sarava by Pierre Barou. Mm-hmm. 
c'est plus ou moins ce qu'on cherche J'aime rire, chanter Et je n'empêche pas les gens qui sont bien d'être joyeux Pourtant s'il est une samba Sans tristesse c'est un vin qui ne donne pas l'ivresse Un vin qui ne donne pas l'ivresse Non ce n'est pas la samba que je veux Faire une samba sans tristesse C'est aimer une femme qui ne serait que belle Ce sont les propres paroles de Vinicius de Moraes Poète et diplomate Auteur de cette chanson Et comme il le dit lui-même Le blanc le plus noir du Brésil Moi qui suis peut-être le français le plus brésilien de France J'aimerais vous parler de mon amour de la samba Comme un amoureux qui n'ose pas parler à celle qu'il aime parlerai à tous ceux qui le rencontrent. J'en connais que la chanson incommode d'autres pour qui ce n'est rien qu'une mode d'autres qui en profitent sans l'aimer. Moi je l'aime et j'ai parcouru le monde en cherchant ses racines vagabondes aujourd'hui pour trouver les plus c'est la samba chanson qu'il faut chanter Juan Gilberto, Carlos Lira, Dorival Caymmi, Antonio Carlos Jobim, Vinicius de Moraes, Baden Powell Qui a fait la musique de cette chanson et de tant d'autres Vous avez mon salut Ce soir je voudrais voir jusqu'à l'ivresse Pour mieux délirer sur tous ceux que grâce à vous j'ai découvert Et qui ont fait de la samba ce qu'elle est Man, that song just rocks. I am so into everything about it. I love the close mic sort of Chet Baker vocal thing. I love that he's at least trying to appropriate being in a bar and playing to an audience and sort of talking to the audience in between the verses which i think is just amazing um he also name checks basically every famous samba artist and talks about how he's the most i mean he in the song what he says is that he's the most brazilian french person and therefore is the most appropriate to get the feel of samba that's a that's sort of what he's saying and then at the end he talks about how he's going to get super drunk and go out and, and feel the samba in the evening and tip his cap to all of the uh all of the samba musicians who came before him i just that song rules i'm i i can't speak highly enough of how much i love that song Mom's dad, can't you understand that I'm a man thinking I'm a very own plan to success? Yes, I love you and I hope not, but your life is yours and my life is mine. Is rap dead? Generally, I try to stray away from sweeping statements like this. First, they're usually rage bait, looking to poke the proverbial bear of some fan base or cultural enclave. Second, 
Betteridge's law of headlines, a journalistic maxim which asserts that any headline that ends with a question mark can be answered with the word no. Third, oftentimes when a music genre is pronounced quote-unquote dead, it just means that its mainstream ubiquity sent all of the actually interesting artists back underground. For instance, rock was loudly proclaimed as dead in 1998-99, which almost immediately led to the New York scene that produced bands like the Yeah Yeah Yeahs and Liars and The Strokes and TV on the Radio, while also around that same time, the death of rock made room for established artists to stretch their legs like Radiohead's Kid A or Wilco's Yankee Hotel Foxtrot or Spoon's Kill the Moonlight, which all came out between 2000 and 2002. So although pundits are proclaiming the demise of rap in 2023, I don't buy it. That said, I can see how if we're looking at it through the lens of capital G, capital D genre death, there could be a case. Mainstream rap is no longer dangerous. It's no longer aspirational. It's raced to the lowest common denominator and frankly seems like it might have run out of ideas. One can hope that, like with the death of rock and roll, artists can take a look back at the heritage of the genre and then rejuvenate some of the elements that fell by the wayside. This jam is an example of the kind of music I hope will make a resurgence in the realm of hip-hop soon. Smooth and hazy 70s jazz samples, 808 beats, clear flows and lyrics that land somewhere between positive and introspective. The 90s were an absolute goldmine for independent hip-hop in this vein. Tribe Called Quest, Hieroglyphics, Gangstar, Souls of Mischief are all at the top of that hill, but there's a ton of untapped gems just under the surface. Original flavors certainly check all the boxes here. MC's Ski and Suave Lover deliver straightforward flows around catchy hooks built over jazzy beats that draw deeply from the well of soul jazz legends like Grover Washington Jr., Roy Ayers, and George Benson. The production is courtesy of Ski, who would drop the mic as he found more and more success behind the mixing desk for artists like Jay-Z, Lil' Kim, and most notably Camp Lo. Ski's joyous, vintage-inspired beats built the backbone of Campolo's output and sent their song, Lucini, aka This Is It, to the top of the charts. This is it, what? Lucini pouring from the sky, let's get rich, what? The Gigi Vance and Sugar Dimes can't quit, what? Now pop the caucus in the Vega and get lit, what? 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 The two original flavor records put out by Ski before he made the switch to full-time producer are chock-full of these kinds of beats. My hope is that, just like Ski dug inspiration from record store crates full of Young Holt Unlimited and Rashawn Rowland Kirk albums, a new generation will pick up records like this and find a new path of their own. This is When I Make It by Original Flavor. Yeah. 
let me go, let me go. Why do you hold my hand? Don't you understand? I've grown to be a man. All my life, you've been telling me what to do. But right now, I feel it's time I tell you. I love you very much for being there by my side, for making my trip an easy ride. But can't you see, I have my own career. And mom, would you want me to be? I don't care. All you keep saying is I fall into a trap. You think I won't get paid because I'm into rap. Well, guess what? You're wrong. And watch, you will see. Never will your son's pockets be empty. This is no disrespect to MC Suave Lover, but it is abundantly clear who the better rapper is out of that group. From what I understand, Original Flavor got a record deal based off of this record and got another they made another record jay-z was on it very early in his career that translated to ski getting some opportunities to make some beats for jay-z but even on that second record i don't think suave lover was was a member of original flavor anymore and it's pretty clear to see why and also a little and again totally not a diss on mc suave lover rapping is so hard and you have to just plug your nose and jump into the deep end if you find something that you love so no shade on mc suave lover at all but it is sometimes a little cringeworthy to listen to a rapper talking about how they're going to make it and notice how bad their rhymes are and for that mc suave lover i'm sorry but ski kind of blew you out of the water on this track so i hope you found success in your life i hope you did something fulfilling and even if you just kept rapping and that's what you always wanted to do i, I think that's great but was clear that ski was going to take off and maybe you weren't big 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 nothing 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 radio 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 not every one of these groups hit exit velocity. For every ski who managed to parlay some minor league success into a career, there are 10, 20, 100 groups who fizzled out. Just as many MC Suave lovers who never put anything out again. Their members moved on. Their music got relegated to local bins and record shops. Divine Beings came out of the same Philly hip hop scene that birthed the roots. Schoolie D and Jedi Mind Tricks. Originally meeting up through a theater group called Yoa Cap, Youth Outreach Adolescent Community Awareness Program, that put together hip hop influenced plays about anti violence and STD prevention in the Black community in Philadelphia. Black Thought of the Roots and Woody Wood of Three Times Dope were also a part of that troupe. There's nothing particularly earth shaking about the output of Divine Beings. The flows are clean, the wordplay is solid, 
but it just doesn't quite reach the contemplative heights of the roots or the esoteric artistry of Jedi mind tricks. However, this beat is an absolute banger and deserves some spins based solely on that merit. Also, this track features Divine Beings, MC's Air Smooth, and Andrea DeGreat, alongside an unnamed third MC who does the Jamaican patois reggae toasting thing, which you know I'm always into. So although this group fizzled out not long after the single was released, their impact was still felt in Philly. MC Air Smooth, who also produced this track, went on to get his PhD in human services and became a fixture in Philadelphia. He spearheaded social improvement programs and worked with members of the Black community who were diagnosed with HIV and AIDS. When he passed away suddenly in 2013, Black Thought of the Roots commissioned a mural of Air Smooth as a testament to his impact on the culture of their hometown. Another testament is that this music lives on in some form or another. People are still listening to it. It looks like some of this is going to get re-released in the near future as a compilation of early Philadelphia hip-hop. This is Wreckyard by Divine Beings. Straight from out of the wreck yard, hitting hard, getting it on, so you better watch yours, cause I'll be kicking up, but you ain't it, you make the mistake of fooling around with the wizard and get the Heineken, raising the heart of the wreck yard, in the confines, I build suckers like paint, by surface on digging, lethal evidence, crush, with one in ten, I smoke them and then endure the smell like an innocent, close it with dance to try to overtake what I make, I will punch them and beat them and leave them drinks with a headache, then I start walking, gathering my thoughts into another young punk, would try me and get his Heine whoop, doing things that little suckers don't even think about, so don't come with no static when you visit my part of town fool act like one if you want to be a nut and bring the noise you get destroyed and we'll sit back and laugh at you dumb i blast i flex i reckon you get wrecked you mess with me you mess with us all take that so i'm saying yeah i mean i'm melting pumps like butter and straight from the rest y'all i'm coming That you never heard before. Oh. The great one will never be a fake one. Oh. And if I start flipping or tripping, oh. don't tell me, come on and just tell me. Then again, I ain't the one to be slipping, cause I'm down with the. Indeed. So save the crap for your booty, and it's my duty to wax and wipe a little 
young and I try to do me, you know? So now that's where I'm coming from, from the door, divine being, stepping with the rest of Large coming from the Rekiata They use S mode, you know it's massive and large And the one seller did is the article there You know that Donovan is a champion You know the girl called the grip, you know she have a cute face When she talk on the mansion, is the one you love to hit The one S mode is the wizard of a rhyme Instead of super rhyme, the quick kill them shit all the time And the one seller did is a ship in a silly Is the article, Donalo, he is a young kid Know that Donovan come from Jamaica, Lana But talk so sweet, stop me, feel them, send me out of that Now we're on the wreck yard, that is in South Philly Anyway Backyard straight from the gutter. Backyard straight from the gutter. That's a jam. I'll get stuck in your head. Also, I wanted to point out that that weird wobbly sort of spoon noise that's going on in this beat is actually from the original sampled track, which is called Always There by Ronnie Laws. Let's just let's just listen to like 10 seconds of it. Man, that is just great. I love it. I also love that that Samba Sarava song that we listened to and this song, Wreck Yard by Divine Beings, both have extended shout-out sections, which I love. I love a shout-out section in a song, like in 93 Till Infinity by Souls of Mischief, where they talk about how everyone they know is chilling. They're like, yo, my man Snoop, you know he's chilling. Tell the funky homo sapien is chilling. I feel like we got to bring that back. More shout outs. More shout outs in songs of every genre. You can do it in samba. You can do it in hip hop. 2024. Let's bring back shout outs in songs. Big, 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 nothing, 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 nothing. Well, that's it for me today. Thank you so much for listening. Also wanted to note that this podcast is now on Apple Podcasts as well as apparently every other podcast platform. I'm still not entirely sure how that works, but apparently if you get it on Apple Podcasts, it just goes everywhere else. So if you feel like it, please feel free to share with your friends. This has been super fun. I guess I'm starting to take this more seriously and and figure things out. So again, thank you for bearing with me. Thank you for your support. I'm still making all kinds of other things that I will keep telling you about as I start to roll them out as well. 
but but this has been really fun and thanks for listening you are listening